0: Welcome back to Beck you All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Folks, swing for the fences with BetMGM's free-to-play game over the next month. To get this offer in three easy steps, log in to the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game from May 27th through September 7th. Be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending upon the area of the strike zone you pick, you will get a single, double, triple, or home run, or a pop-out and receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Played once a day, pricing must be used on MLB and expires in 24 hours. All right, joining us now to talk a little WNBA is Calvin Wetzel from Her Hoop Stats. You can follow him on x at cwetzel31. Calvin, it's been an interesting season for the Las Vegas Aces. On the one hand, they are still sizable favorites to win the WNBA championship. But on the other hand, they seem to have some problems with the New York Liberty. Is there value backing the Liberty to win the title, or do you still feel like the Aces at, at say, minus 190, depending upon where you shop around, that that's the play you should make?
2: I think right now there is value on the Liberty. When you look at how the Liberty won these last two games last night and a couple weeks ago, obviously shooting came into play as well, and and we know the Aces are going to shoot a little better at some point. But the biggest story to me was on the glass in both games, the rebounding. The New York Liberty absolutely just dominated in that area, thanks to Jonquel Jones, Brianna Stewart. And when you look at the Aces, since they've lost Candace Parker, who, by the way, played in the first matchup between these two when the Aces won by 17, totally different story. Without her, they really have to go a lot smaller when they go to their bench. Asia Wilson's still an elite rebounder, and they're starting Kia Stokes. But after that, they're almost playing a four-guard lineup with Alicia Clark, sort of a a wing at the four, and then Jackie Young, another wing. So they're giving up a lot in the rebounding department. They only had four rebounds in the entire second half of last night's game as a team, which isn't going to get it done against this Liberty team. So the fact that Candace Parker had surgery, it wasn't just a little ankle tweak that we have no timetable for her return still, tells me that there's not a guarantee that we see her again. And if we do, she might not be at full strength which means it might be time to buy into the Liberty here.
1: Wow. Calvin Wetzel joining us with HerHoopStats.com. Be sure to subscribe. I get your newsletter. So thank you so much for all of that great information. Liberty at Aces. We're going to see this matchup again. The spread is at six and a half. Anything you like here as an early look, whether it's props or side.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm, the side is tough because on one hand, we talked about how much the Liberty match up well with the Aces right now. But on the other hand, these two teams combined, the two super teams are 9-0 and against the spread coming off of a loss. The Aces are coming off a loss. Of course, they're going to be angry. So to me, honestly, my best bet here is a prop. Like you said, Benajah Laney over 9.5 points is out on FanDuel right now. Uh, I took that one in the last game, and she only had two points. But... She got in foul trouble early, 3 fouls in the first half. They actually brought her in with back in with 3 fouls in the second quarter after she sat for a little bit. But I think it sort of threw off her rhythm. And she's been over this before last night in two-thirds of her games this year, 20 out of 30. She was over it in both games against the Aces before last night. So I see a big bounce back coming from her. 9.5 is a low enough number. I think she clears double digits, so I would play her at 9.5.
0: When it comes to the regular season MVP award, if someone wanted to jump on in and bet that future, Brianna Stewart certainly leading the way at minus 145, depending upon where you shop around, Uh, Aja Wilson uh, not far behind, then Alyssa Thomas for the Connecticut Sun, she's kind of in her own tier at uh, hovering around 13 to 1, and then everyone else uh, has some rather long odds. Do you feel like with how impactful Thomas has been for the Sun and the fact that Connecticut has kind of been that third team, it seems like in the WNBA standings that maybe there's some value taking her?
2: I do think there's a little bit of value still. Yeah. And she's averaging a near triple double. So the stats, when you just look at it on paper are right there with the top two, you know, in, in Stewie and Asia, what she's really battling. Alyssa Thomas is, is the fact that her team, is is a notch below those other two is is third and almost always we see the MVP come from one of the top two teams but at at the odds that you're getting her at in the plus thousands it's worth a shot I also think at this point after what we've seen in the last two Liberty Aces matchups that you know 48 hours ago maybe I would have told the Asia's a better bet than Brianna Stewart but Asia Wilson as good as she can all season has really not Shown up against the Liberty the last few games. John Cole Jones is sort of a dominator. She's averaging basically 20 and 10 on efficient shooting against the rest of the league. She's averaging 11 and 5 on basically 30% shooting against the Liberty this year. So if she can't step up tomorrow and, and show that she could dominate against this Liberty team, I think Brianna Stewart might be a better bet than Asia Wilson at this point.
1: Mm, Love it. Kelvin, tell me a little bit about some of the trends that you're noticing whenever you come on. I know you always have some trends to tell us about if maybe we want to hop on and tail or maybe the trend could be coming to an end and it's something we want to go the opposite direction on.
2: Yeah, well, the biggest trend in the WNBA in terms of betting over the last month, I would say, is Atlanta Dream Team Total Unders. Their offense has been extremely poor For the last month or so, the worst in the league by far, basically any number that you look at, offensive rating, you know, field goal percent, effective field goal percentage, whatever you want to look at. They've cashed the team total under in 13 straight games. It's been over a month since they hit an over. Uh, So when you look at that trend, it could be one to ride. Or like you said, it could be one coming to an end because it's been so long now. And With this Commissioner's Cup game yesterday, it's almost a sort of a de facto all-star break for the other 10 teams in the league. And the fact that everyone other than the Aces or Liberty basically had from last week into this weekend off, you could see the Dream sort of hit the reset button with some of that added practice time that they get and, and make some tweaks and come out. So I will definitely be monitoring how their offense looks in their first game back this weekend to see if they've made any a job. and and if not, then yeah, I'll probably continue to ride those Atlanta Dream unders and and really, you uh, the full game unders and their opponent spreads have been great too. But those team total unders have been cashing at a ridiculous rate.
0: I want to circle back to sort of the matchups uh, between the aces and the Liberty, because it does seem like in other sports, if you look too closely at regular season games, you could very well get burned because the playoffs sometimes can be a completely different animal familiarity. You have chess adjustment matchups and those kinds of things. Does that also work in the WNBA where you can adjust uh, coaching wise and not that these regular season matchups don't matter, but it is something where you want to take them with a grain of salt because what we could see in the playoffs would look substantially different.
2: Yeah, I think so. And I think that's more and more true as the WNBA continues to grow. And now we're up to, for the first time ever, a 40-game schedule. It used to be 36, 34, 30. So the bigger the schedule is, the the less every regular season game matters proportionally. Um, And so I I think you will see the playoffs look more and more different. Uh, And one, one cool thing about that chess match and sort of the adjustments that you talked about, we're actually going to get to see that between the Liberty and the Aces tomorrow, because like we said, we get to see them play twice in a row, which is sort of a rarity in the regular season for two teams as good as this. It's, it's a little bit of a mini playoff series preview. So uh, we'll see if the Aces can make some adjustments tomorrow in terms of rebounding because whether they start playing some more of their bigger bodies that are deeper on the bed, whether they start sending two bodies to box out John Quill Jones or something like that, uh, because that's, that's the biggest key for them right now, but that's definitely something we'll see in the playoffs too.
1: I'm curious your thoughts. Um, because that the Liberty seem to have the aces number, they've already played a couple times and they've lost. Do you think the aces will be motivated? I know like, for example, in the NFL, it's hard to beat the same team twice in a season. What kind of things do you look at in this situation? Because obviously the aces are going to be mad, but maybe they just don't have the talent to beat them because they just got demolished. If you look at those final scores.
0: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a
2: tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, you know, I, the Aces are definitely going to be mad. Like, like I said, I mean, that happens to both of these teams too when when they're coming off a loss combined. Nine losses between them before last night covered the spread. First half and full game in, in the nine following games. So they really do come out with a chip on their shoulder after they lose both of these teams. And I think you'll see that with the Aces. The last time the Aces lost to the Liberty a couple of weeks ago, they came out and basically built a 40-point lead on the Dallas Wings, who are one of the top four Ooh. teams in the league right now, by the way. That, that wasn't a bad team. Uh, and then ended up winning by 20 after they coasted in the fourth quarter. But I definitely think you'll see the Aces playing with a chip tomorrow. Uh, the problem mm-hmm. is that they still need shots to go in. So, As angry as you yeah. play, you still got to get your shots to fall. And they still got to find a way to rebound, which – I think playing angry probably is going to help you more rebounding-wise than it is on your shooting. Um, so, But they really need both. They need their shots to go in and they need to rebound ball. And if they can do both of those things, they definitely can beat the Liberty even without Candace Parker on the floor. I think they can make up that gap despite the fact that both of those last two games were blowouts. But the, it's going to take both of them. If they do one or the other, I don't think that's going to be enough.
1: Calvin Wetzel of HerHoopStats.com. Be sure to check out his website. Moro914 on our Twitch chat wants me to ask you a question. He says, Calvin, how does the league fix the scheduling issues? Pretend you're the commissioner right now. (laughs) No big deal.
2: That's a great question. That's a great question. Well, there's more than one scheduling issue to address. I mean, there's there's the (laughs) back-to-backs, which they've taken a step. This year, in terms of, you know, they used to fly commercial for everyone, every game, no matter what. This year, they are flying charter for teams that have back-to-backs and are traveling in between, which is a step in the right direction to fixing that schedule. Uh, There's also the TV component to the schedule where you see sometimes there's a four-game slate, which in a league this small, a four-game slate is two-thirds of the league, and they all tip off at the same time or within half an hour of each other and big fans big junkies like me are trying to watch all the games and if you had two of them and two of them like when you see in the nba you know you have those tnt double headers or espn double headers getting more of those i think would get more eyes on the league just so you have the ability to watch more than one game at a time or you know i have multiple screens going but it's still difficult so definitely spacing the games out a little bit more for tv purposes i think would be a, a huge step in the right direction for the league fixing the schedule as well.
0: Wondering too, uh, because certainly the WNBA wants to sell subscription services and the app and, and all that good stuff. If it's one of those things where you, you have the financial component and then the popularity component, and sometimes they're not always directly related. Sometimes one force matters more than the other.
2: Yeah, that's a great point. And it's tough because the, a lot of people who are get, just getting into the league and sort of new to it, I, I see saying things like, you know, it's it's hard to find these games. Where are they at? There are a million different channels. Last night's game was on Amazon Prime. A lot of people don't get that. Um, and, yeah. you know, that that's tough because you would love to have every game on ABC or something, something that the most eyeballs are going to be on. But at the same time, like if Amazon comes and offers you a bag, are you going to say no? I, I, as the league, <laughs> you have to take that deal, uh, you know, for, for financial reasons, like you said. So, it's it's really sort of a catch twenty two because there's there's both sides to that, and and take taking these deals does give you the money to sort of expand and grow the league further in the future, even if it's sometimes more difficult to watch some of these games right now um but I I think yeah being a fan of this league really just involves knowing where to look and I mean I always use the ESPN app which tells you the channel of the service that every game is on I'll go to the list of scores there and and every night I I have to look and they're all going to be in a different place but but I I I have all of the services because I got to make sure I see every game but it is a little bit of work that's for sure
0: Good stuff. Calvin Wetzel from Her Hoop Stats, uh, following on X at cwetzel31. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely.
0: Aaron, I want to circle back. Uh, We had Mike Detellier on earlier from uh, WWL Radio, and I found it fascinating that he says that Jimmy Graham, as old as he is, as long in the tooth as he might be, could be a true impact player for this Saints offense, especially in red zone situations. I wonder if that means in terms of individual props, if that's a big deal, uh, you know, season long, he won't be posted. But, you know, even if you're playing like Daily Fantasy, I wonder if, say, like putting him in the captain spot or something like that in a couple of spots may also be important.
1: Yeah. Or what about like a Jimmy Graham anytime touchdown? That could be someone that People aren't thinking about unless you have an insider like a Mike Datelier and you're hearing what's going on. I was shocked by that. I'm glad you brought that up Mm -hmm. because I'm like, wow, that was a great nugget from him.
0: Yeah, I was a little surprised, too, because, you know, I don't know. It wasn't so much like an honorary move for the Saints. I didn't want to go that far. But at the same time, like, the anytime touchdown thing, like, now is the time to pounce on that. Because at some point, I think the word will get out that he's still being utilized a good bit. So if you're going to do it, do it right. mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, this is when it's going to be inefficient is pretty much right here and right now. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. They're coming up here on the BetQL Note.